This is Woken Mod Hardy, and you are being addressed by the average mark. Broadcasting down on the bayou, it's The Average Marks, a podcast featuring two average Joe wrestling fans talking about the business they love and so much more. And now, here's Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 31 of The Average Marks podcast. Big podcast today, a lot of stuff to cram in, but before we get to that, Patrick, We've been teasing it on social media. We have a big announcement today. And what is that announcement? Because I don't know what it is. <laughs> and that announcement is the Average Marks Podcast is officially sponsored by Collar and Elbow. Collar and Elbow, huh? Yeah. So we, <laughs> so we have joined forces with Al Snow and his team. So essentially what that means for you out there is if you were wanting to get collar and elbow swag, you can help support our show. So you can go to our website, averagemarks.com. You can click our um, support the show link or right there on the front page, there is a banner for collar and elbow. Click it, get some collar and elbow swag. Uh, The Average Marks, we get a little commission off of it. But in checkout, if you put our code, The Average Marks, you get 10% off as a thank you. Very well. Very uh, nice. Very yeah, nice, yeah. So. For helping support us through uh, collar and elbow. So yeah, we're pretty pumped up uh, being linked up with uh, Al Snow and his team. So that's cool. So from now on, this studio will be known as the Collar and Elbow Studio. And the co- and as we are sitting here in the Collar and Elbow Studio, live via the Bambox uh, <laughs> guest <laughs> phone lines. <laughs> Live all the way from Basile, Louisiana, we have Cruz and Brink on Skype. They're actually in two different locations, but they are both in Basile, Louisiana. That's what I was supposed to say, yeah. So, of course, this is the uh, official NXT TakeOver Chicago Money in the Bank preview show, but we're going to talk a little bit about what happened this past weekend first, Mm -hmm. and that is New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion. I've seen it. Brink has seen it. Cruz has seen it. We've all seen it. So, I mean, look, let's just say... Arguably, I'm not, I don't even think it's arguably the best show of the year so far in all of pro wrestling. Um, you had the big two out of three falls match. Kenny Omega finally obtaining the IWGP heavyweight title, uh, winning the last two falls over uh, Kazuchika Okada. You also had Chris Jericho in a little bit of a shocker, defeating Tetsuya Naito to win the Intercontinental Championship, his 10th Intercontinental Championship uh, overall between WWE and New Japan Pro Wrestling. And then the Young Bucks, first time ever IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champions. I mean, uh, heavyweight champions, excuse me. First time ever tag team heavyweight champions in New Japan. So uh, a lot of big stuff happened uh at, at dominion tell you what so brink let's start with you um just your overall thoughts from from dominion uh this past saturday my overall thoughts is it was like you said one of the best shows all year regardless of promotion and one thing that you failed to mention um was the osprey hiromu takahashi match where I mean, rest in peace, Takahashi. Osprey killed him. <laughs> um, there was a spot in there that was pretty nasty. Uh, Hiromu took a nasty bump. But Hiromu got did win, pick up the uh, the junior uh, heavyweight championship for, I think, the second time. But this was his first time winning the, the Battle of the Super Juniors, which got him this match. Um, Jericho over Naito. Um, 
crazy, very physical before the bell. So I, I, I figured, I guess I should have figured that's what would happen during the match. But uh, I'll leave the, the best part for Cruz because I know he's going to kind of make a match. So. Yeah, and you know, you, you mentioned the, um, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship between uh, Takahashi and Will Ospreay. Now, obviously, Okada Omega, the best match of the night. Was that match between Takahashi and Osprey, in your opinion, maybe the second best match of the night? I think without a doubt it was. Yeah. I, Jericho, I, Naito, Jericho Naito was good, but it was not um, on the level that Osprey and, and Hiromu were. You know, I went and watched the show with you, and I joked around how the Jericho Naito match was more of a hardcore match than like a WWE hardcore match. <laughs> Because right, they you're were right. wrestling all over the place, you know, using all sorts of weapons, the railings, putting, trying to put them through tables, and it, it was absolutely unbelievable. Cruz, let's go to you now. Um, obviously, you are a huge, you know, Kenny Omega guy, and I mean, what yeah. what were your thoughts? I mean, I'm sure very similar to Brink and Eyes, and I'm sure as everybody else that was just amazed by what they saw in that 70 minute match on Saturday. But what are your thoughts uh, about? Okada and Omega's match, and not just that, but you know the show as a whole. Um, starting with Okada Omega, that I rated that as uh, seven bazillion stars. I don't know <laughs> if you can go that high. Seven bazillion. I did. Even seven. If you just gave it seven, it would still be the highest rated match of all time. You rated I, it. I, a I took it a step further. I took it a step further. It is now its own galaxy. <laughs> But yeah, give us your um, thoughts on the, on the match, and then of course the match, and then you know the show overall as a whole. Yeah, that match told a great story. I enjoyed every bit of that. How it um, Omega was talking about how he could go longer and all of this stuff, and in theory he really couldn't go longer. He just powered through. Um, me and Brink did, however, call this whenever we were fancy fantasy booking this one. Uh, we had Okada taking the first fall by some like a roll up or something like yeah, that, that which really is what was, happened. Yeah, that's what, that was a really yeah. that was a really nice pinfall and I don't want to mean, mean to cut you off but you know watching the match it seemed like with each, you know, like if you take all three falls in the match and make them three separate matches, all three of those separate matches hypothetically are were absolutely amazing. And it wasn't yeah. like, you know, cuz sometimes in WWE when you have two out of three falls match every now and again you might have a fall and then 2 minutes later have a second fall whereas all three of these falls were pretty much spread out very evenly. Yeah, the first fall was like thirty minutes. The second fall was twenty something, and I think the um, the third fall was like twenty minutes. So they were all a match in themselves, yeah. basically. And I told that to you, Pat, as we were watching. Just the first fall by itself, I'd have given five stars. Oh yeah, absolutely, because oh, because you know we're watching, and it was it was really. Um, a, a nice little sequence to get into that first fall for Okada, and it was—it's like it came out of nowhere. You know, they're re- obviously they're doing their thing, and uh, Okada kind of not really rolls him up, but kind of gets him in a, a you know, a, an unusual position and gets the three count on him. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh wow, he's down one nothing. But then, of course, Omega puts on a, a a show to get the last two falls and wins the IWGP Heavyweight Title. The one thing about that match that I found very interesting was they almost kind of broke kayfabe in a way after the match because, as you know, Omega and the Young Bucks, you know, kayfabe-wise, have been on the outs as of late. And, you know, the Young Bucks come out, congratulate him. They hug it all out. And even, you know, Ibushi out there 
they all hug it out. And that, that was a really cool moment to, I guess, break kayfabe, you know, because Kenny's won his first ever um, IWGP heavyweight title. And then the Young Bucks winning their first ever IWGP tag team heavyweight titles as well. A uh, really cool moment in the ring for those, uh, not just the three of them, but four of them, you know, with Abushi uh, in there as well. So uh, what did you guys think about that moment? Uh, Brink, well, we'll, go, we'll go to you first, Brink. Well, I mean, you said it was they were kind of breaking kayfabe. I don't think they were. That's just good storytelling. They've been building that story up for basically since Cody joined Bullet Club and started the dissension between the Bullet Club. What side are the Bucks going to take? I think we got our answer at Dominion. Yeah, it looks like the Bucks, as of now, are siding with uh, Omega, and that's not to say that maybe somewhere down the line, it, you know, they'll go back and side with Cody, you know, because obviously in wrestling, you have heel turns, face turns that go on and stuff like that. But, uh, Cruz, what did you think about that moment after the match? Um, yes, I'm going to have to also side in with uh, Brink on that one. Totally not kayfabe. Um, in fact, according to being the Elite episode right after Dominion, all of that was planned in Room 710. Um, they vowed no matter what, um, if they ever broke up or whatever, they would come again. They would come back together again and form the Golden Elite, which is what they form now. Mm -hmm. It just had to, I guess, after uh, Supercard of Honor and all this stuff and the breakup and this and Bucks winning the championship, Cody, uh, not Cody, Kenny winning the championship kind of all brought it back together. Now, to me, you know, okay, obviously you have the Golden Elite, those four guys all together, which we might see it in the future but right now i feel like that's taken away from you know the fans who would love to see this i would love to see it the golden lovers taking on the young bucks for the iwgp heavyweight tag team titles of course we've seen that match happen at strong style evolved i think that's what it was it was strong style evolved that happened right yeah so and uh obviously uh omega and ibushi went over on the bucks that night um and i, I would love to see that match again that's Probably the best tag team match of the year, in, in my opinion, so far. But uh, definitely Dominion was a great show. Let's talk a little bit now about Jericho and Naito. Jericho, in, in what was a little bit of a surprise, winning the title from Naito. Because, you know, we all thought that Jericho, you know, he's coming to New Japan to kind of put some of these, uh, these hot New Japan guys over. But, you know, Jericho winning a title, you know, what that tells me is that Jericho is, well, he's kind of in this for, you know, a little bit longer maybe than a lot of people expected him. So it doesn't look like, because they came out with the card for the G1 special in San Francisco on July the 7th. As of right now, it doesn't look like Jericho is defending the belt that particular night. Maybe something happens and he will defend the belt that night. I'm not sure. I don't know when his cruise is or whatnot. But um, certainly looking forward to seeing... Uh, you know, where does, uh, you know, who does Jericho face next? I was thinking maybe Okada goes down and faces Jericho because, you know, Brink, I talked to you about this after the show. Like, what do you do with Okada now? Like, the dude's held the belt for 720 days, you know, and it's like, it's almost like a guy like me who just started watching New Japan in the last year. You know, I don't, this is, you know, the first time I see Okada without a belt. So it's going to be Looks interesting. Weird, to doesn't it? It, it, it's, it is a little weird, and a lot of people were saying that. But yeah, but it feels amazing. It feels amazing because of the guy that took the belt off of him. Had it been anybody else, um, I'm not so sure fans would have accepted it, really. Like I said, you know, and I, I think I've said it before, 
If there's going to be one guy to take the belt off of Okada, it's got to be Omega. There's no one else that should take that belt off of Okada other than Kenny Omega, and that's exactly what happened. So now you look ahead, you have you know, you have Okada, I mean, I'm sorry, Omega. He's going to go now on to July 7th and defend the title against Cody, who does have a victory over uh, Omega at Strong Style Evolved. You guys were there live and saw that happen. I mean, that's Strong Style. Supercard of Honor. Okay, I'm getting them a little mixed up here. At Supercard of Honor. But you guys were there live. You did see that match, and it was an amazing match. I watched it online. Um, Certainly, Cody went over, which tells me right now it's almost a guarantee, at least in my opinion, that Omega's going to go over on Cody on July the 7th. Yeah, but before we get into that, I want to go back to Naito and Jericho real quick. Um, it, it was a surprise to me at first, just like you said, it was a surprise that Jericho won. But after thinking about it, it's it's not a surprise anymore. I see what they're doing. Like you said, Jericho's going on a cruise. New Japan really wants to to expand globally. Give the give the title to Jericho. Let him go on his cruise as the IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Everybody on that cruise is going to see. Okay, he's a champion in New Japan. All the titles that New Japan has, there is only two of them right now held by Japanese wrestlers. The IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team, held by uh, Kanemaru and El Desperado. And then you have the Junior Heavyweight Champion, Takahashi Hiromu. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody else is, is, is Gaijin. They're foreigners. And then Takahashi wanted off the, the Englishman, Will Ospreay. So, Will Ospreay, which, yeah. By the way, still one of the best parts of the night was I can't repeat what he said <laughs> in that match, but just know that still one of my favorite parts of Dominion was the the expletives that Will Ospreay expressed to Takahashi as Takahashi was giving him some chops in the corner. Uh, that was absolutely – and then what made it better was – the fact that he had the English accent and the way he said it, it was absolutely amazing. Unfortunately, I can't say it because we are a family show, but uh, definitely uh, one of my favorite moments from Dominion. So, of course, uh, not to get too off subject, we were talking about Jericho and um, Naito. Um, what, what's going to happen to Naito now, you think, guys? Uh, where does Naito go um, as far as maybe, you know, is he does he get pushed maybe towards the IWGP heavyweight title picture again? You know, because him and Omega... Somewhere down the line would be somewhat interesting. Or I say somewhat. It would be very interesting for the uh, IWGP um, Heavyweight Championship. You also have the option of putting him maybe in a feud with the winner of Jay White and Juice Robinson at uh, the G1 Special because the U.S. title will be on the line uh, on July 7th as well as Jay White defends against Robinson. So that, that's going to be interesting as well. Um, certainly, and I tell you what, you know, with all the talk about Dominion, it almost felt you know like dominion was wrestle kingdom i mean that's there was so much hype around it especially afterwards because that match with okada and omega i mean look arguably the greatest wrestling match ever let's just put it out there but you sit down and watch the whole 70 minute match yes i did i watched i sat down and watched any breaks yes they actually after each fall they had a two minute break so uh that was that was because i tell you what i whether they were you know Acting it out, they had to have been tired from that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just the the stuff they were doing, and two even two minutes. That's you know, you're not going to get much rest in two minutes, which as with as much wrestling, great wrestling as those two guys were doing. So, um, 
Any last thoughts, Brink? Uh, you first. Any last thoughts on Dominion? Anything you want to say for about about uh, Dominion? Yeah, the one thing we haven't touched on from Dominion was Rey Mysterio's debut in uh, in New Japan. Yes. Um, his team didn't win the match, um, but it was still a good debut for Rey mm-hmm. and leaves the door open for him to come back and do other things with the company. Um, anyone has a chance to check out Dominion, please, by all means, go check it out. Um, I said it last week on the podcast that New Japan build is building up Dominion as one of their big shows every year, similar does like SummerSlam or Survivor Series. It's worth it, I promise. Go watch it. Yeah, like 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 we were saying as we opened up the show, uh so far uh, out of any promotion on planet Earth, the best pay-per-view, I guess you can call it, best wrestling show of the year by far was uh, New Japan Dominion. Cruz will go to you uh, last. Uh any last uh remarks you want to make about uh Dominion? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at my page of notes here for things that I was going to say. Yeah, go ahead. Um, say, say whatever you want, man. The floor is yours. Go, go to the notes. <laughs> um, the, the Ishii Suzuki setup was fantastic. Uh, how they just didn't care about anything and went after each other. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be nice to see those two no-selling, brutal <laughs> bastards go at it. Um, <laughs> can we talk for a second about how Elgin looks shredded as hell. Yes, like oh he my looked God. like a totally the second, different person. The second he and you, and you and Brink can confirm this. The second he took off his his attire, like his non his entrance attire, I was like, dude, he is his he's so jacked. And oh, I think he's going to defend so that belt jacked. at one of the I think it's the Lionsgate events. I think or no, it's not the Lionsgate event. It's one no, of the. Uh, He's defending against Goto June seventeenth at Kazuna Road. Yes, Kazuna Road. Notes. That's what it was. I uh, did notes. That's that's uh, that, that's coming up too. Because I was looking at the schedule coming up. So there's actually gonna they're gonna defend that title, and I think the never open weight title is also gonna be defended. Well, that is the never open uh, weight title. Uh, <laughs> uh, the June eighteenth at Kazuna Road is gonna be Takahashi versus Desperado. Yes, there you go. That's what that. That's what uh, I was. I still yeah. learning. I'm still learning a little bit here about uh, about New Japan. So, but yeah, Cruz. Any uh, any more last thoughts on a uh, on Dominion? Um, uh, um, let's see. We didn't talk about how Jericho is the first person to ever have held a WWE IC title and an IWGP IC title, which I think is really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Uh, uh, ten times between nine-time WWE Intercontinental Champion, uh, one-time IWGP uh, Intercontinental Champion. So uh, kudos to Jericho for being the first guy to uh, ever do that. I don't think any other wrestling, at least any other re- major wrestling promotion has a – uh, an intercontinental championship. If they do, y'all can correct me. Does Ring? I don't think Ring of Honor has an intercontinental championship. They just have the TV title. Yeah, I don't think Impact has an intercontinental championship either. Which I mean, at this point, it doesn't matter if you win. And I couldn't tell you what their titles were right now. So. <laughs> I know they have the Impact uh, World Title and then the Impact. Uh, you know the 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 women's champion. That's all I know. So, but um, so yeah, Cruz. Uh, that was that's all you have. That's all you got on uh, Dominion. Uh, or? I- I think I have one more. Okay, go ahead, man. Sorry to take up all your time. No, that's, that's all good. Um, I'm in no hurry. I oh, know you got to go to work. Win, so. With this win, o- Omega becomes the second person to ever hold the IWGP junior heavyweight and the IWGP heavyweight title, which is also really cool. It hasn't been done since, like, the 80s. I can't remember the guy's name because it's some weird Japanese name that I don't feel like butchering right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also... Go ahead. Oh, and And also... Um, with Cody's new match against Omega at the Cow Palace in 2018, 
Cody has a shot at the ROH title, the NWA title, and the IWGP title. First and of it's all, all happening within a couple can, of months. Can I just say, can you imagine if Cody Rhodes is walking around... Hold on, excuse me. If Cody, poor, ba- poor, poor soul doesn't have a last name, but um, if he's walking around with the Ring of Honor, IWGP heavyweight, and the NWA World Championships... That that right there would, mm-hmm. I mean, would you consider that the greatest, just, I guess, trifecta of championships that one wrestler has ever held? Well, I mean, that's that's I so. that's all the biggest indie companies in the world. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously, he's not working for WWE, so we can't have yeah. a belt there. But yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty impressive. Unbelievable. So uh, I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, I I think he's gonna uh, certainly. Certainly, he could win the Ring of Honor. I could certainly see him holding the Ring of Honor and the NWA World Title. Uh, I don't think. I mean, like I said, I think Omega's going to go over on him, obviously, because mm. Cody's got one over on him already. But which could mean a, a, a rubber match between the two, maybe a towards the end of the year, maybe at the Ring of Honor uh, final battle in December that they always had. That's one of their big shows. So uh, you never know what could happen uh, when it comes to those guys because uh, they're they're starting to take over the. Uh, the wrestling world. So, any mm-hmm. last thoughts, They're guys? To rule the world. Any last thoughts, guys, on uh, Dominion? It was good. Watch it. Nah, I already did. <laughs> nah, well, Watch I'm now again. talking to an audience. Yes. Yeah, so anybody that's not seen it yet, please go uh, check it out. It's certainly worth. Uh, you know, somebody. I saw somebody was talking about it. It's, it's five and a half hours long, but it does not feel like five and a half hours. Certainly, by any means. So. Uh, let's move on over now. Ryan, you had a poll yes. that you put up about Kenny Omega. You have the results to that poll? Yeah, so the poll was with Kenny Omega winning the IGWP. Uh, IWGP. IWGP, <laughs> Heavyweight Championship of the World. Do you think, and this is before the video from the CEO got released, do you think that this, with a North American-looking champion, signifies New Japan moving to bigger events in the United States, making a bigger push in the States. So we almost had 1,000 votes again. Awesome. Yeah, so 84% said, what do you think? Yes. Yeah, exactly. 84% of the AMP Nation think, yeah, yeah New absolutely. Japan's going to make a bigger push. And I think so, too. Um, I know over in Connecticut, they got to be shaking in their boots right now because the quality of wrestling is so superior. Look, I'm... Like I said, I've been a WWE fan for, you know, I've watched WWE longer than any other promotion I've ever watched combined. Uh, and their product, you know, me and Brink had this discussion, their product as of late has been subpar, uh, absolutely just not what they should be. And I'm hoping that, you know, I, I doubt Vince watch Vince watches New Japan, but I'm hoping somebody that can put a bug in Vince's ear watched Dominion and said, Vince... These guys in Japan are the real deal. They, I said, if we don't do something now, they are gonna they're gonna take over. And you know, and I know WWE just signed a new contract, a new TV contract worth a billion dollars, and they're getting even more money now for Raw with NBC Universal. And uh, they're probably not too worried about it. But look, <clears throat> maybe in the short run it won't affect them, but in the long run, next five to ten years. Yeah. It's it's gonna hurt because New Japan right now is going up and WWE is going down. But look, I'm um, I'm always hopeful that WWE can turn things around because WWE has all the potential and talent 
and it, let's put it this way: they have just as much potential and talent as New Japan does. I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 I mean, they got you got AJ, you got Nakamura, you got Daniel Bryan, you got Braun Strowman, who's probably the hottest thing on in WWE. You got Seth Rollins, you got The Miz, you got all these talented cats, and and like I said, Seth Rollins. You know, I'm not trying to down him because he's he's been the best thing about WWE so far this year, Seth Rollins. He's put on um, great match after great match. You also got guys like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Those are great uh, guys as well. So um, hopefully they can turn it around. Like I said, hopefully somebody watched Dominion that works for WWE and is telling Vince, hey, look, or telling Vince, look, even look what NXT is doing. NXT is... I mean, if I were to rank WWE, New Japan, and NXT right now as far as wrestling goes, it'd be New Japan, NXT, and then WWE. Even NXT mm-hmm. is outshining WWE. I mean, NXT already has three five-star matches this year. Just throwing that out there. Uh, two of them on their last pay-per-view event, which makes me really excited for NXT TakeOver Chicago. Good little segue there. As uh, if you guys are ready, we'll dive into the NXT Chicago scorecards here. Well, I had a comment about Elgin first. Well, go ahead. I think the reason why he's so ripped up is because he knows uh, he's probably going to have to do some five knuckle shuffles uh, <laughs> with all that sexting he's doing out there. People oh. are people are after him. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> yeah. look, hey, look. I mean, he's he's you know, Brink talks about you know some of these New Japan guys as hunks. This dude's a like a, a, a huge hunk. You know, he's. He's a big old dude, man, and he can move, too. So uh, I was very impressed with Elgin uh, in the ring on, on Saturday. So let's move now on over. You got anything else about Elgin or anything else? No. Uh, Kenny Omega's hair is beautiful. Okay. Yes. By the way, <laughs> speaking of hair, I did want to mention this. Uh, in my opinion, best hair, at least best hairstyle, Sonata. That's uh, my opinion. Oh, but yes. Sonata got some – I love Sonata's hair. Sonata that, is that, such a hunk. Yes. I, <laughs> and, a hunk. and Sonata is the future of New Japan, according to Brink. So um, I tell you what, that hair is the future of New Japan as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's dive in now to the NXT TakeOver Chicago scorecards. If you're listening right now, uh, you can pause the podcast, go download these scorecards. We're going to do NXT TakeOver Chicago, and then we're going to do Money in the Bank. Play along with us um, as we go ahead and fill out our scorecards uh, right now. Let's start with the Tag Team Championships. The way we're going to do this, we're going to give our winners and match extras all at one um, at a time. So um, we'll start with Ryan. Mm -hmm. Ryan, go ahead and uh, give us your winners and match. Before we start, I'd like to say that I see that our current AMP champion is on the Brock Lesnar schedule and couldn't be with us oh. today. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. You know what? You know where he is? He is on a world tour getting the AMP name out there. And where, where, where is he at right now? Where is his location? Uh, right now, he's a, he's in his Branson, Missouri stop, and oh, okay. uh, he's letting all the kids at the pool know about AMP. Well, tell him to spread the word. Tell them have fun getting the people in Branson. I got England this morning, so we're good. Yeah. Oh, hey, right. and uh, full transparency on this, I couldn't get them on the phone. So if uh, if we go down and lose the championship, there's going to be an asterisk by it because he oh, he, he wasn't okay. able to make his picks. Here we go. <laughs> this is, I just wanted to yeah. get that out there. Well, we're going to start now. With the NXT TakeOver <laughs> Chicago cards. I, I debated. Feel like that's Ryan's boy, kind of like Vince's boy. Oh, yeah, that's Ryan's boy. <laughs> that's Ryan's boy. Literally, it's Ryan's boy. Yeah. Um, so it's the uh, tag team cha- the NXT Tag Team Championships, <clears throat> the Undisputed Era, Kyle uh, O'Reilly 
and uh, Roderick Strong are going to be defending against. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, let's see if I can get this right again. Uh, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. Um, with that being said, Ryan, uh, mm-hmm. you go ahead go first. Uh, who are your winners and your match extras? Yeah, I'm going to go Undisputed Era, DQ, and yes, there will be interference. Uh, who's going to make and take the fall? It's a DQ. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Out duh. the gate, baby. Out the gate. Duh. All right, Brink, who you got in this match? Uh, I, I like Lorkin and I like Birch, but they're not ready yet. Um, Undisputed Era win. I say it's going to be by pinfall. I'll say Roddy Strong pins Danny Birch. Uh, and I don't think there'll be any outside interference. Adam Cole's, I think, in Europe, and Bobby Fish is hurt. So, All righty. Uh, Cruz, who, who do you got in this match? I got the Undisputed Era by pin. Kyle O'Reilly pins Danny Birch. And I believe there may just be a little interference <laughs> okay okay uh i got the undisputed era winning uh via pinfall i think roderick strong will pin lorkin and i do not think there will be any interference from other undisputed era members next match uh arguably could be another match of the year candidate it's king versus prince king ricochet versus prince velveteen dream i've never even heard anybody call him prince velveteen dream but maybe i'm not paying attention uh ryan uh give us your results yeah. of this match i got ricochet I get that. <laughs> um pinfall 10 aerial moves 13 minute match brink who you got this is one of the matches that i was torn between i talked about it on wrestlecast with the other guys i'm picking dream I'm picking Dream to beat Ricochet. I think Dream, uh, I think Ricochet can can take the loss and, and not hurt him. Dream needs a victory. He hasn't won a feud in a while. So I'm going to say Dream's going to win by pinfall. Um, moves. I say they get 15 minutes. 15 minutes. All right, Cruz, who you got in this match? I got the one, the only Ricochet <laughs> by pin. 13 aerial moves, and I can't see what I wrote, but I think I put 12 minutes. So mark me down for 12 minutes. Gotcha. I'm going to go um, – I was kind of torn, too. Uh, I did pick uh, the Velveteen Dream to win the NXT North American Championship ladder match back in uh, April, but that didn't happen. So this time I'm going to switch it up. I'm going with uh, King Ricochet. Uh, pinfall, 11 aerial moves, and I'm going to give him 14 minutes match time bell to bell. The next match, the women's championship match for uh, NXT, Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross. Ryan, uh, what are your results for that match? All right, so I did hear the reason why they kept Nikki Cross back was for a championship run. I don't see what they see in her, to be honest with you. Um, But I think this may set up a future one. But I got Baszler, submission, four finishers, uh, no interference, and no, it will not last 10 minutes. What you got, Brink? I don't. I don't know what Ryan doesn't see in Nikki Cross. I think Nikki Cross is beautiful. That is my NXT crush. I love me some Nikki Cross. Wait, you like the crazy uh, chicks? You're saying like beautiful, as in hot? I liked. Yeah, I liked Paige. I thought Paige was beautiful. Well, think, yeah, because Paige is beautiful. The same thing about Nikki Cross. It's something about them European chicks. They just get me, brothers. <laughs> I like, yeah, because I kind of agree with Brink on the Nikki Cross thing. Like, I think her gimmick kind of allows her to look a little, I guess I could use the term ratchet, but uh, I think, I think like, dolled up and stuff, she would look 
She would look great. It's kind of like Sonya Deville. Like Sonya Deville with the way she is in her gimmick. She doesn't look that good, but I've shown you pictures of Sonya Deville when she's girlied up. She looks great. So um, I agree with Brink so as I far as totally Google Nikki Cross, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would Google Nikki Cross because yeah, she can get it. But uh, that being that, said, that, go ahead, Brink. That being said, I still have Baszler winning this one. I think I think Nikki will get it, just not right now. Uh, Baszler by submission, three finishers. Um, no outside interference, and match time bell to bell, uh, barely, yes, barely. Barely, yes. Cruz, barely. what do you have on this match? Um, Shayna Baszler by submission, five finishers, no and no. I have uh, also Shayna Baszler. I think it's a sweep for Shayna Baszler. It was also a sweep for the Undisputed Era as well. I got Shayna Baszler via submission. Uh, two finishers executed. No outside interference or distraction. And match time does not go um, more than 10 minutes. The next match is another match that has happened already this year and a match that has gotten five stars. Johnny Gargano and T Tommaso Ciampa uh, in a street fight. Uh, Ryan, this is arguably one of the best rivalries uh, in all of wrestling right now. Um, Ryan, what are your results for this match? I'm going to go with a Gorgano pin, seven near falls, 21-minute match time. Uh, Gorgano would be the first to bleed, and yes, uh, interference from LeRae. Bring what you got? This probably... No matter what happens for the rest of the year, this is feud of the year. Uh, probably regardless of any promotion, this has been the feud of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, street fight is 100% a heels match. This is how a heel can beat up on the good guy and and still come out strong. So we're going Chompa by pinfall. You're probably looking at like 12 near falls. Um, I'll go 23 minutes match time. I will say no blood. Um, I don't think mm -hmm. they'll bleed. And Beret, no, because the last match they had where she could have interfered and she didn't. So I'm going to go no Candice Lurie. Cruz, what you got? I have uh, Johnny Wrestling picking up the win by submission. Um, I don't know what the seven is for. I just have numbers. What's the next category? Oh, uh, you got number of near falls. Seven near falls, 16-minute uh. match, no blood. And I believe Candice Lurie may peep her face in. Because she's an unscheduled appearance, and I want it to happen that way. Um, I'm going to agree with Brink. Uh, I think since Gargano got him at, in New Orleans, I think Ciampa's going to get him in Chicago uh, via pinfall. There's going to be five near falls. Uh, I, I'll give him 22 minutes uh, match time. I think Ciampa will be the first to bleed, and I do believe there will be a Candice LeRae interference or distraction. Now let's go to the uh, – what. I guess will be the main event. Uh, the last time Gargano and Ciampa was the main event at, at NXT TakeOver uh, New Orleans. But uh, the NXT Championship, Aleister Black will be taking on Lars Sullivan. Uh, Ryan, what you got in this match? I got uh, <clears throat> Black with a submission, three near falls, uh, four finishers, and uh, yes, he will be confronted by another superstar. Bonus pick. Uh, well, it won't be for any bonus points, but who's going to confront him, you think? Oh, dang. Now you're going to do that. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, you, <laughs> you obviously had an idea. I mean, do you know who it could be, or you just think someone's going to come out? I just think someone's going to come out. You didn't really have nobody in mind, but that's that's nah. the thing. You know, in, in NXT, sometimes, you know, somebody's going to come out and either 
beat up. You know, as I think it's going to be Alistair Black too. Just a little spoiler coming up. Um, somebody's going to come out and confront him, beat him up, or whatever. And that's usually what they do yeah, in NXT. Yeah. So I, I I could see that. Brink, what you got in this match? Um, I got Black. I think Laura Sullivan's good, but I don't think he's going to get off of Black. Sullivan is basically here to to even though Black is the champion, to have Black play the underdog role against a much larger Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Um, Black's going to win by pinfall. I'll say four near falls, and I'm also going to say four finishers because when I did the podcast with WrestleCast, hey guys, shout out. Um, one of the guys made a really good point of uh, well, I said I think it'd be awesome to put Sullivan over if Black would have hit him with the Black Mass finisher, and Sullivan no sell it like it did nothing. And then one of the other guys, I think it was Stevie, said, "What if they hit Black hit Sullivan three of them back to back, bam, 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 then pin him." put it over i think that that's a good idea so i'm gonna go four finishes there um and no i don't think he'll be confronted cruz what you got in this match um i have alistair black by pin five three and no and also i'm gonna quote um ryan's favorite person uncle dave and say (laughs) that i would hate to be uh lars sullivan and follow Johnny Wrestling and Champa. Uh, they may not have before, to. It, it, that, that match before, could be last. Before we, we get kind of crazy, Gargano Champa's going last. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. they went last. They, they, they were they, last in New Orleans. Yeah. They, they have to go on last. Now. I agree. They're going to be I think they, they should be last, in my opinion. 100%. So, all right. Wait, I, got, I, got, I got one more point. Oh, go ahead. Screw Dave Meltzer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got Alistair Black winning via pinfall. I got four near falls, three finishers executed, and I do not think there will be uh, a confrontation of, by another superstar after the match. Because I was trying to think who could confront him, but eh, I think I would not be surprised if the winner of that King versus Prince match uh, confronts him. That That's the... If somebody does confront him, that's what I think. It's going to be the winner of that match, which right now I think would be Ricochet. So mm-hmm. I, I would love to see Ricochet and Alistair Black for the NXT title oh my God. somewhere down the line. That would be great. Um, so with that being said, let's move now to the unscheduled appearances. Uh, Ryan, you have any unscheduled appearances there? Uh, yeah. What uh, what dumb name did they change War Machine to? War, War Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, okay. So War Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Okay. Uh, Pete Dunne. Oh, okay. Uh, and Candice LeRae. Okay. That's it? Yeah. Brink, who you got for your unscheduled appearances? Sean, Sean Michaels is really good pick since he's a coach there. Yeah. Um, so I like that pick. I think he's in U- the UK, though, so don't change that Dang pick. Um, <laughs> my unscheduled well, appearances. Well, hold on, uh, Brink. Before you do it, to be fair, a lot of these folks that are going to be performing Saturday night also have to go to the UK because they're – because so – it's possible Sean could be there. Sean might be going there to the UK with him. So I'm just uh, that makes me that feel better there. about it. Thank I'm you. Just throwing that out there. Pat, you're fired. Um, <laughs> my unscheduled appearances: Cassius Ono, oh. War Raiders, Candice LeRae, and Bobby Fish. Ooh. Oh, nice. Cruz, who do you got for your unscheduled appearances? See, I was gonna pick members of the Undisputed Era, but I was like, who's because they do the whole Freebird rule. So who's coming out with the Undisputed Era? So I didn't use them on my unscheduled. But I do have Candice LeRae. I have the War Raiders. And I have whoop, the Revival. 
<laughs> All right. I have uh, Candice LeRae. I have EC3. And I have Adam Cole. And then I have War Raiders. I'm sorry. Who was that? That's Can't... second to last one? Second to last one? Oh, Adam, yeah. Adam Cole, baby. Oh, okay. Okay. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> I think he'll. Sh- I think he'll show up with uh with with his boys, the Undisputed Era. Even though the NXT title will not be on the line Saturday night, it will be on the line on Tuesday on the WWE Network in the United Kingdom. I uh, don't know who he's facing yet, but it will be on the line uh, on Tuesday. So, let's jump now to the Money in the Bank. Oh, we still got. It's only six twenty-four, so we still have about. 35 minutes uh, before Cruz has to head on off to work. So we still got some time here. So we're, we're well, making great timing. Before I making noise while being on the podcast. Okay, well, well, that's good. We're making great timing here, which that's what I expected. We're just, we're just going to run through the NXT uh, scorecards, and we all did a good job of that. So let's start now. Uh, the first match on uh, the scorecard, singles match, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. <laughs> uh Ryan, who do you got in a what you got for this match? We'll do the same thing. We'll do the match winners and the match ex- extras all in one. Yeah, I'm gonna go Daniel Bryan, pin, seven yes kicks, and two times Cass is described as seven foot tall. Uh Brink, what you got in this match? Yeah, I got Daniel Bryan, but I have him by submission. I think he'll tap him out again. Um I'll say six yes kicks and three times. Cruz, what you got? I have Daniel Bryant by submission, five yes kicks. Is that five yes kicks? Oh yeah, and three times he will be described as seven foot tall for some unknown reason. <laughs> um, I think since Daniel Bryan got him by submission last time, I think Daniel Bryan gets him by pinfall this time. Uh, I think there will be six yes kicks, and they'll mention that he's they'll describe him as seven feet tall twice. Mm-hmm. Next match is the Intercontinental Championship. Seth Rollins versus Elias. Uh, arguably could be the match of the night. Uh, Ryan, what do you have in uh, what do you have for that match? Yeah, if you haven't heard our Elias interview, it was really cool that we got to uh, speak to him. So make sure you swing over to our website, averagemarks.com. Hit the podcast uh, link or little button or whatever it's called, a little singy. <laughs> and uh, check out our Elias interview. It was really, really cool. So, uh, but with that said, uh, burn it down! I got Seth Rollins, pin. Um, Elias pre-match promo will last four minutes. And, yes, the guitar will be used. Brink, what you got? I just want to go on record and say Elias will be champion before the end of the year. Just not tonight. Uh, Rollins wins by pinfall. Elias will serenade us for about five minutes. And since it says the guitar as a weapon before, during, or after, I'm going to say yes. Cruz, what you got for this match? I have uh, Seth Rollins by pin. I think we're going to get a pretty lengthy little uh, segment. I say about 11 minutes. And as a guitar player, I know for a fact that Elias is not going to use that as a weapon. <laughs> Uh, I got Rollins winning via pinfall. I think it'll be a four-minute promo, and uh, I do not think he will use the guitar as a weapon. The next match is a singles match, Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. Uh, Ryan, what you got for that match? Man, speaking of a Hulk of a man, 
Oh, and by the way, you got some great shots at the WWE event. Yeah, y'all go check that yeah, out. Yeah, they're uh, on our Facebook page. Yeah, Bobby Lashley looks extremely jacked in one of my photos. Yeah. Because well, that's because he is extremely jacked. because he is. because he is extremely jacked. He looks extremely jacked always. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got Lashley, pin, uh, six finishers. Bring what you got. Um, Probably a smoke break because I don't really care about this match, to be quite honest <laughs> with you. gum. I don't. I don't care Amen. about face face Lashley. You go back and watch Lashley in Impact when he was a heel, it was outstanding. The only thing different from Lashley the, when it, the first time he was in WWE is his entrance music. That is it. It's stale. It's not good. I want heel Lashley. You know what? You, you mentioned his his theme music, Ron. You might have been standing next to me yeah, when because yeah. we went wait outside the Civic Center a couple of weeks ago when they were coming in the back door. And we saw almost, you know, everybody that was there. Uh, and I saw Lashley, and I hollered. I said, you need to tell him to use your old theme music. And he hollered back at me. He's like, yeah, bring it back old school. <laughs> so but he I, think he, I think he might have agreed. I mean, I think most people he probably, he probably thought you were a little 12-year-old. Um, <laughs> um, as much as I just crapped on Lashley, he's going to win by pinfall with uh, a whopping two finishers. Uh, Cruz, what do you have for this match? Uh, Bobby Lashley by pin with five finishers. I have Bobby Lashley winning via pinfall with three finishers. So looks like the uh, the difference here between all of us will be how many finishers are executed. The next, you know, this is going to be a boring match because PW scorecards only gave us like two things to pick from. <laughs> you never know. Look, like I said, hopefully somebody watched <laughs> somebody watched Dominion and they said, uh, you know, Vin, especially because Backlash was such a an epic failure. I'm hoping that this uh, this pay per view they could turn it up a little bit, uh, but anything would anything would be better than Backlash, uh, with the exception of the Intercontinental Title match at Backlash. Um, the next match is the SmackDown Tag Team Championships: The Bludgeon Brothers taking on the Club Gallows and Anderson. Ryan, what you got for this match? Yeah, I got the Bludgeon Brothers pin. Harper makes the fall, and Gallows takes it. Bring what you got for this match. I just want WWE to put the club back with AJ and make them heels and have them run SmackDown. That's all I ask. Um, Bludgeon Brothers win by pinfall. Harper over uh, Gallows, the bigger one. Uh, Cruz, who you got? I, a brain I, I have Bludgeon Brothers over Good Brothers. Pin Harper pins Doc Gallows. Uh, everybody's got Gallows getting pinned on this mm-hmm. one, huh? That's because the machine gun's not taking a pin. Yeah, yeah, Anderson's, <laughs> Anderson's too cool. So, By the way, so hold on. speaking of this match, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my results here real quick, and then I gotta say something. Bludgeon Brothers via pinfall. I think Harper pins Anderson for the sole fact that Harper tweeted out to Anderson, "Is your hot Asian wife gonna be there?" Uh, that's what I was gonna say, but I was gonna say Anderson's <laughs> wife is too hot for him to get pinned. No, 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 no. But see, that's the thing. He can get pinned, and you still win because you get to go home to your hot Asian wife. So. Well, I think it's pregnant right now, actually. You know she is. Very pregnant, hot Asian wife. So, yeah, I think Harper pins Anderson for that particular reason because Harper literally tweeted out to him, is your hot Asian wife going to be there? <laughs> and he, he and, and uh, Anderson replied to him. I forgot what he said. He's like, my hot Asian, wi- my hot Asian wife won't be there, but it's like, I'll be there. And he was talking, talking trash. So um, the next match, I know this is the match everyone's looking forward to. Uh, the singles match, Roman Reigns versus Jinder <laughs> Mahal. <laughs> Ted Gummy. Uh Ryan, what you got for this match? Uh, I got Jinder Mahal winning. 
Hold up. Wait, did y'all just did y'all just hear that? So repeat that, Ron. No, that was a lie. Oh, okay. I got Roman Reigns going over. Uh, pin. Imagine that. Four Superman punches, and a, yes, the Singh brothers will stick their faces in this match. Bring what you got for this match. I'm about to come through this laptop and punch you in the face <laughs> if you say that this is the match I'm looking forward to. It's not. It you was about, obviously be, sarcasm. You about to get Superman punched. This might be smoke break number two right here. Um, <laughs> Reigns wins by pinfall. Say three Superman punches, and yes, a Singh brother will unsuccessfully interfere and or distract. Cruz, what you got for this match? I have uh, no one cares beating no one cares. Yeah. But, no, I have Roman Reigns by pin, four Superman push, punches, Singh brother show up. I have Roman Reigns winning pinfall, five Superman punches, and uh, of course the Singh brother, uh, Sunil Singh, which I, I, th- I guess the other one still hurt. We haven't seen him in forever. Um, but yeah, Sunil what Singh. What a great time to use a crutch. Yeah, Sunil Singh will definitely uh, interfere because I think he's perfect as far as interfering in Jinder Mahal matches. Hey, the uh, the country of India just uh, tweeted us and they said hashtag smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag smoke break. You know, it's crazy. We used to say this about religion, but that's okay. We used to, we used to always like years ago. We'd say that about all the the women the women's matches. And I think when Paige came back, Bring was like, I no, there are no longer smoke breaks. No, she was so vicious, dude. Mm-hmm. All right, the next, the next match. Well, speaking of the the women, uh, the next match is Carmella versus Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, Ryan, I what do you like have? This is going to be where we all fall off the rails. Yeah, this is where things are going to get a little interesting. I think yeah, as dude. far as what we have on the scorecards. Um, Ryan, what you got for this? If if Oscar doesn't go over, I'm losing my ish. Oscar um, submission, twelve minute match time. Bring what you got. A headache. <laughs> <laughs> if Carmella beats Oscar clean in any way. I will never watch WWE again. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> All right. We, you, heard it, you heard first. it here first. Yep. So with that being said. I'll still said, do the preview shows and probably still beat y'all, but I won't watch the <laughs> we're not, we're no longer. So we're no longer having pay-per-view parties at Brinkman's house. <laughs> unless it's New Japan. Y'all can come. I'll just stay outside. I don't know. I'll play Xbox <laughs> or something. I don't care. We'll go watch it in Liam's room or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That being said, I have Oscar winning by disqualification. Uh, I think Corbella's going to chicken out. Or, um, hopefully this match don't go more than 10 minutes, so I'm going to give it nine. Cruz, what do you have for this match? So nervous. Yeah. Um, I was torn whether I would give Oscar by DQ or Oscar by countout because I can totally see Carmella just running out of the ring, getting a 10 count, and be like, ha-ha, you win, I still got the title because she's that kind of a person. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have Oscar by DQ, ten minute match time. Oh, well, good because I have Oscar by countout, uh, twelve minute match. I think, um, I think the best case scenario is maybe Oscar just beats the hell out of Carmella, or and Carmella, you know, gets afraid and just does not want to get back in the ring and just get she goes and grabs the title and starts walking off. And you think the best scenario is for her to keep the strap? Not, that's not the best scenario, but what's going to happen? That's what's going to happen. Is though. that Oscar just beats the crap out of her? Because just let's, look, let's face it. Carmella's keeping the belt. Uh, also, uh, there's going to be a surprise in this match, uh, and y'all going to know what the surprise is when I 
a little bit later on. But I think Asuka will win via countout, um, which now that I think about it doesn't make sense for what I have to say later. But um, 12 minutes yep. is what I got, so. Uh, next match is the women's uh, Raw Women's Championship. Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. Another one where our cards are going to be a little off, I think, but because uh, nobody knows what's going to happen with this match. Um, Ryan, what do you have for this match? Well, I tell you what, looking at this card while we're going through it, it really seems like it's got a chance to be a stinker. It has a chance to be a stinker, but the good thing is when the expectations are low. There's no pressure, I guess, in yeah. a way. So, I got. Uh, well, I should have no pressure every time I watch one because my expectations. By are the way, <laughs> other, other, other than the two Money in the Bank ladder matches and the SmackDown Tag Team Title match, every other match is a straight up singles match. Just saying. <clears throat> um, so I got Nia Jax retaining pin. That'd be one arm bar, and uh, outside interference or distraction. No. Bring what you got for this. So, so Ryan, you're telling me that in Ronda Rousey's first singles match, she gets pinned? Yes. I don't even want this match to happen. Like, not now. Rousey's never had a singles match. Nia just got that title. I don't think there's any reason this match should be going on right now. Um. That being said, I'll have... Oh, God. I guess Jax by DQ. I don't think it'll be a clean finish. Um, Brink looks like he needs to poop. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. This like this match shouldn't be happening. This card makes him need to poop. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this match will be a poop general, break but... for you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. Uh, I'll go Nia by DQ. Two arm bars. Uh, no outside interference. All right, Cruz. What do you have for this match? I have Naya by DQ, two arm bars, yes interference. I have Ronda Rousey by disqualification because I think Natalia will come out and turn on Ronda. I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, I do think she gets two arm bars locked in on uh, Naya, and uh, there will be outside interference or distraction, as I just said. Uh, uh, Natalia will come out. Now, this is a scenario that I was thinking about. What if Natalia? wins the money in the bank contract and Ronda wins and Natalia comes out somehow tur and turns on her and cashes it in and wins the belt. Hmm. That would be that would be very interesting. I would, Yeah, coming out like she's hugging her and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be something very unpredictable. I mean, I guess in a way it'd be predictable, but as far as putting the Just strap on Natalia, as I far like as it. Natalia walking out with the strap by the end of the night would be very interesting. Uh, so that's something just to kind of keep an eye on. But I got uh, Ronda by DQ, two on bars, and yes, outside interference. Let's do now, um, let's go to the WWE title match, and then we'll do the two Money in the Bank ladder matches. Mm, gotcha. So uh, WWE Championship last man standing match, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Ryan, what you got? I'm going to go with Nakamura. First superstar down for the three count, AJ. First superstar down for eight or more, Nakamura. Number of finishers, eight and low blow, yes. Bring what you got for this match. Um, I think this feud's going to continue for a while. Even oh, though God, please don't say that. <laughs> even though I knew WWE would screw up AJ Styles and Nakamura feud. 
WWE. That's what they do. They screw ish up. <laughs> um, in order for this feud to continue, there has to be a title change, and last man standing is a heels match. Nakamura wins. Um, AJ will be down for three first. He'll be down for the eight first. Um, I'm thinking low finishers here because it's a last man standing. I'm only going four finishers. And uh, I think there will 157,000% be a low blow. <laughs> the All match right. will be decided on a low blow. Let's just put it that way. Cruz, what you got? I have Eel Nakamura taking it finally because God knows we're not tired of seeing those no contests. <laughs> um, AJ Styles will be the first for three. Naka will be the first for eight. Six finishers, and all the skits are getting punched. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's a timestamp, 101, so if you want to edit that out. Um, So I got Nakamura winning. I got AJ down for a count of three or more. Got Nakamura down for the count of eight or more. I think there will be five finishers executed, and I think the uh, safest bet answer on this entire scorecard will be, yes, there will be a low blow before, during – Hell, as far as I'm concerned, there's going to be a low blow before, during, and after the match. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, that is the safest answer on this entire <laughs> scorecard, people. So, if anybody that's watching or li- listening, that is, um, puts no for this, you're an idiot. Um, oh, so. man. I just I was thinking back to uh, Patrick's <laughs> rant when he was like, you thought they'd be tearing the house down, but they're just tearing each other's nuts up. Yes, I saw <laughs> Like I said, AJ and Nakamura, will, they don't even have to get uh, what is it, vasectomies that men get. They don't have to get that no more. Yeah. They, they don't have to do it. They, just think about what goes through Vince's head. Oh, we got these new Japan guys. Let's have them hit each other in the cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, timestamp. Timestamp 10224. I don't care. That was funny. <laughs> 10224. All right. So now let's jump now to uh, the Money in the Bank ladder matches. Now, in my opinion, I think these matches are going to be really good because we saw, and now granted it was NXT, but we saw how well the NXT ladder match went with the North American title at. Uh, at NXT TakeOver New Orleans. So I'm hoping that can, you know, uh, transpire over to the main roster and the Money in the Bank yeah, ladder that matches. that match didn't have Lana in it. Well, <laughs> the, this match also has uh, Sasha Banks, Ember Moon, Charlotte, Becky Lynch. So you got to, you got you, you know, you got, you, you're looking at a glass empty, glass half empty. You got to look at it glass half full here, okay? Um, with that being said, um, what do you got? For the match, uh, Ryan, are we gonna do winner last? Yeah, let's do uh, let's do the extras first, and then say your winner. Okay, gotcha. All right, first superstar uh, to touch the case, Bliss. First superstar hit with the ladder, Naomi. Uh, first superstar to climb the ladder, Lynch. Uh, last superstar to touch the case, and not win, Bliss. What is this case cashed in bell rung before end of the event? That means there will be a cash in. That means if they win it. That night, they will cash it in before the night's over. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay, I'm going to say no. Uh, and then my winner is Ember Moon. Oh, I like that pick. Uh, Brink, what you got for this match? Extras first, and then your winner last. Uh, first one to touch the case will be Alexa Bliss. First one here with the ladder, Charlotte. First superstar to climb the ladder will be Bliss. Uh, last superstar to touch the case and not win, Charlotte. 
Um, <laughs> I think there's a very good possibility that the case is cashed in before the end of the event. So I'm gonna say yes, and my winner is Natalia. Ooh, all oh, right. Nice. So look, so you see, look, he was he was feeling what I was saying earlier. Hey, uh, did uh, did Charlotte get her booby fixed? Not yet. I don't think. I think she. Oh, after, after, I think after this event, she's gonna take some time off and get it fixed for SummerSlam. So we probably won't see her for like the next month or so. What happened to her booby? But just to make Ruptured sure they're okay, just to make sure that her surgery goes well, I would like a before and after pick so I can, can <laughs> well, justify the, the Well, the, b- the before picks, I think, are on, yeah, they're, they're online. Yeah, they're online. Granted, I don't know if it, it was ruptured. Okay. I don't know if it was ruptured back then, but the before is that is there. Maybe that's the reason why it, it doesn't look right. <laughs> um, so yeah, she broke the booby? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not that it don't look right. It's just it's it's it, it was a little – in my opinion, it's a little disappointing. Um, I, don't, I don't think this is on the scorecard. No, it's not. Uh, it's <laughs> definitely not on the scorecard. Let me lay the, the law down right now. You see boobies, they are never disappointing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> well, when it's Charlotte Flair and you expect no. glorious things, uh, shout glorious. out to Bobby Roode. Um, you know, you, but whatever. It, 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 it doesn't matter. <laughs> Cruz, what do you have for um, the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match? Okay, I have... Uh, whatever the first one is, Alexa Bliss, Lana getting hit with the ladder first. I'm thinking she's going to run into it on her own. She's that awesome. <laughs> That'd be funny. She's going to hit herself with the ladder, basically. Yes. Brink's down uh, over there. Go, <laughs> Brink, yes. Uh, Sasha Banks. Is... I'm, I'm seeing it in my head. and just. <laughs> hey, Lana got some moves, Sasha... dance moves, though. Yeah, dancing doesn't correlate very well, apparently, in this case. Um, it will. Sasha Banks is the first on the ladder. Sasha Banks is also the first, the last to touch the case without winning. Um, no, there will not be a cash in. And my winner is the ginger snap, Becky Lynch. Yeah. I got uh, the first superstar to touch the case, Alexa Bliss. First superstar hit with a ladder will be Sasha. First superstar to climb the ladder, uh, Ember. Uh, the last superstar to touch the case and not win, Charlotte. Uh, case cashed in before the event. No. And uh, I got to go with Cruz. The winner will be Becky Lynch. And I'm just a little biased because I love me some Becky Lynch. As far as how she looks and how she wrestles, too. I, I do like the way she wrestles. But I, I like the way she looks just a little bit more. Um, do what? Living the gimmick. Yes, sir. Yeah. So... Let's move now to the men's money in the bank ladder match. Again, we'll do extras and then the winner last. Yep. Ryan, what you got? I got KO touching the case first. Uh, Braun's the first superstar hit with the ladder. The Miz is the first to climb it. Orton's the last one to touch it. Uh, no cash in, and Braun's the winner. I tell you what, I don't want to be the person that hit Braun with the ladder first. That's yeah. Me. Uh, Brink, what you got for this match? Is Orton in this match? No, Ort. Did you put Ort? Yeah, he's not in it. No, he's not in the match. match. Oh, who's all in it? Uh, I had the. Okay, they got. Not Orton. You got Miz, Owens, Finn, Bobby Roode, one of the members of the New Day who we do not know yet, Braun Strowman. Um, who else am I missing? There's eight guys in there. All right, then uh, Balor, the last one to touch it, but not win. Okay, so you got Balor, the last one to touch, not win. Okay. Yeah. All right, but you got so you got you got Braun women, Braun winning, Braun's Braun's in it though. So, uh, Brink, what you got for this match? I did this the winner I did my winner basically as process of elimination 
I'll get to that in a second. First superstar to touch the case will be Miz. First one hit with the ladder will be Samoa Joe. Uh, Finn Balor will be the first one to climb. Braun will be the last superstar to touch and not win. Mm. And Braun is over. He doesn't need it. Miz has won it before. He's over. He don't need it. Balor's been champion before. Rusev's not over enough to need it. Rude doesn't need it. Owens doesn't need it. I know where he's going none with of the new day. None of the New Day need it. One person, Samoa Joe. That's a good. I, that's a good pick. I, I thought about going that route, but I feel like uh, Samoa Joe is already a a vicious heel. Now imagine a vicious heel with the contract opportunity whenever he wants it. Yeah, that's it. Makes it will put everyone on SmackDown Live on eggshells. And then based on what I think we all had Nakamura winning the title, so. That would have Joe and Joe and Nakamura would be could be great. Um, you think it could be? I said yes. I didn't, it could be, which I think this is, since they're on SmackDown, it would be. So that's that's just my opinion. Um, but Samoa Joe better buy a cup. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oof. Hell, Nakamura Nakamura should have been bought a cup. Samoa Joe's got balls of steel, boy. <laughs> I've got balls of steel. So Cruz, what do you have for that uh, for the men's Money in the Bank ladder match? Um. Whatever the first one is, is Finn Balor. Uh, Braun Strowman is the first one to get hit with a ladder. Um, I have The Miz being the first to get on the ladder. Rusev uh, being the last to touch it without winning, because who doesn't love a good Rusev pop? Uh, (laughs) No to cashing it in. And I have The Miz winning, Mm. simply because I have... Uh, the Miz going on to cash in, get the title, and then we finally get the Daniel Bryant Miz feud we've always wanted. Yep. I would love to talk about that after this scorecard because we talked about that on WrestleCast, and I argued why that match should not have the title. But Shout- we'll get there. Shout out. All right. So, because yeah. time constraints. Yeah, because we got about eleven minutes left. Sweet. Uh, oh, I say. So I have uh, the Miz will be the first to touch the case. Uh, KO is going to be the first superstar hit with a ladder. Uh, first superstar to climb will be Finn, and the last superstar to touch the case and not win will be Bobby Roode. Uh, the cash, uh, the case will not be cashed in, and I have Braun Strowman winning the Money in the Bank because I think, uh, I mean, and obviously he won't cash it in because Brock's not going to be there. Um, so and I think Braun that that's Braun's ticket to winning that universal title. Um, I think he'll cash it in. Um, I think he'll cash it in at SummerSlam because uh, right now the rumor is it's going to be Brock and Reigns again, which not too happy about that. But I think it's they're going to make up for it by Bra- having Braun cash in. I think Brock's going to retain, beat Reigns again. And Braun's going to come out and beat the hell out of Lesnar and win the title to end SummerSlam. That's, so what you're, so early, what early, you're saying... Early bold prediction. So what you're saying is that the only way that Strowman can win a title is by cashing in? Like, he can't just do it in a normal match? He could. Is Braun, is, so you're saying WWE doesn't think Braun is, is over enough to beat one-on-one? He's got to use a, a automatic match or whatever to... Mm-hmm. No, but to can, win the title. No, but you know they're they're trying to make Lesnar look like this unbeatable being, and well, he's now, already passed Punk's record. What mm-hmm. else does he need to do? Now Brock's already beaten Braun one on one, so uh, for the title that was 
late last year, I think. But um, so I think, and like I said, they're going to give it to they're going to give Reigns uh, the title shot, and I think the fans are going to hate that. But then, like I said, they're going to make up for it by having Braun come out. Or hell, they might have Braun come out during the match when a la Seth Rollins at WrestleMania come out, make it a triple threat match, and Braun is going to win that match. I don't think that'll happen either. Because then you're going to make it Braun Strowman like, oh, I'm going to do what Rollins did. Well, I think Braun I wouldn't be surprised. Something this, on his own. Well, this is now this is what I would do. You talked about Lashley turning heel. I would have Lashley turn heel and feud with Braun. And maybe that's the match we get at SummerSlam. Have Braun and um, and Lashley go one on one at SummerSlam, and later on that night, Braun's gonna come out, cash in on a uh, on Damn, Brock. I or, wonder. Uh, I wonder if somebody said that last month. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I said Lashley needs to turn on Braun at the last pay per view. They're they're six weeks too late. Well, they can still do Has it. Has it really been six weeks? My goodness, they can still yes. do it. So, all right, now let's go to the announce table destruction. Ryan, what do you have for the announce table? <clears throat> I got English good, Spanish and other destroyed. Brink? I'm going crazy. They're all gone. All <laughs> three of them are destroyed. They're all three destroyed. I wouldn't be surprised. All especially three destroyed. They're, and they're all going to probably get destroyed in that Money in the Bank men's ladder match. Um, exactly. Uh, Cruz, what you got? Uh, going from what I've learned. I am saying they're all going to be okay because that's a safe bet. Okay. <laughs> all righty. Um, so now oh, they all get destroyed. I have uh, yeah. the English will Such be a good. Safe bet. The English will be dis- uh, will be good. Spanish destroyed and other will be good. So let's jump now quickly to um, the unscheduled appearances and then we can do have a little discussion uh, afterwards. Um, Ryan, who yeah. you got for unscheduled appearances? I'm feeling really good about this one, Rob Gronkowski. Really? <laughs> I say that every right. everyone. All oh, okay. Right. So eventually, I'll be right. I, I, also I can't got, wait to see what Blackhawks player that Cruz chose this time. So we don't even know if it's a Blackhawks player. Ooh. Well, Blackhawks Black are player. in Chicago, so <laughs> I, it's a Blackhawks player. Oh, okay. <laughs> so go ahead with the, the um, rest of them. Ryan. I got C. Almas, Lesnar, and then I got two wild cards. Mm-hmm. CM freaking punk. Mm. And then I got uh, Chicago Bears great Brian Erlacher. Okay. They could then. Now, if he's there, they would, they would show him in the crowd, I would think. So that, that's, a, that's not a bad pick. Brink, who you got for unscheduled? I got the uninjured Singh brother. I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> Whichever one. Sunil. Um, Sunil. Bless you. Um, <laughs> Almas. I got Almas. I also got three guys that I'm surprised aren't on this card. Jeffrey Hardy. Yeah. Uh, Seamus and Cesaro. There you so go. Jeffrey Hardy. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey Hardy. All right. Jefferson Hardy. <laughs> Cruz, who do you have for your unscheduleds? Uh, I have a question before we start. Okay. Um, because it says all of the New Day could be, one of the New Day could be, what if I picked a new day person to like the other two to be unscheduled? No, because right be now they're they're all. They uh, that, I don't think they're going to count that because right now they're all scheduled to be there. Because right now, because okay, as far as I'm concerned, all three are going to come out, and then they're going to decide who's going to be in the match. As far as I'm concerned, or they're going to have a segment. Also, where, go ahead. Also, no matter who's in the match legally, 
100% all three of them will be involved in that match. Oh, yeah. It's going to be no DQ, no holds. No, it's, all, it's free for all out there. So uh, they're definitely expecting all three to be there. So they PW okay, scorecards okay. will not count it. So just letting you know. Yeah, cool. So give me one second. <laughs> you want me to do mine then? Yeah. Real quick. All no, right, I got I'm, I'm good. I have, uh, I'm just going to steal one of yours. Okay. Uh. Oh, okay. You're going to steal one of mine? No, one of you guys. Oh, yours okay. in general, oh, not okay. yours specifically. All unless right. you have this. So guy, I have what? I have um Titus World Slide, uh <laughs> Apollo Cruz. I also uh I decided to put Drew McIntyre. Uh I got Andrade Cien Almas and I got this one. This was the the I guess the little bit of a surprise in the Carmella Oscar match. James Ellsworth will be there. Damn it. That's good shit. Yeah. I remember I remember you telling me that earlier this I got, week. I got James yes, Ellsworth was, as an unscheduled appearance. No chin I music. I read something about it earlier too. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> well, we're going we'll, we'll see what happens in that match, but I got James Ellsworth as a uh uh with a with no chin music showing up somewhere, <laughs> you know. Do you think he's going to no chin music Oscar? Oh, that'd be, he'd be a death wish. Oh, my God. She'd kill him. <laughs> it's going to be James Ellsworth versus Oscar for the intergender championship. Oh, God. The belt that he created, by the way. If Oscar loses that match, I will. Hmm. You can be like Gene Fall. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to be mad, brother. Mad. All right. So, uh, Cruz, you, did you? Yes. You did your? I have it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I have the Singh brother who's not hurt. <laughs> The Usos, both of them. Okay. Uh, Almas and Mickey James. Okay. And then, and and then, I also have right wing for the Chicago Blackhawks, number eighty-one, Marion Hosa. <laughs> Marion. Now, what I want to know is how do you decide? Okay, like obviously there's more than one <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks player. How do you decide which Blackhawks player is going to be there? You just pick randomly because. Or? Because everyone would go with Patrick Kane or Jonathan Taze or Corey Crawford. I go with the one who isn't more well-known. It was actually a toss-up between Duncan Keith and Marion Hosa, and I picked Marion Hosa for Duncan Keith. Well, you, mi- you missed a very good opportunity for two unscheduled appearances because what if Patrick Kane shows up, confronts uh, Glenn Jacobs Kane, and be like, yo, I'm the real Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right now, Kane is the, uh, the Knox County Patrick mayor. Kane is so. too busy in Br- Buffalo or Brooklyn or New York somewhere trying to sniff some little girl's panties oh, in a cab. Oh, snap. I wasn't going to bring it up, but all right. Uh, he, can, he can tag with Elgin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I thought for sure you were going to uh, steal uh, Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> I thought about it, and then I thought against it. <laughs> So now, what's the discussion, Brink, you wanted to have about something? I can't remember. A discussion about something involving something. Was it, was it about Lashley, maybe? Or... I'll have to listen back to the podcast, and, and I don't remember. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, well, let's let everybody know when the uh, – did you already talk about when the uh, the guys – the podcast that you did with the guys from the U.K., when that's coming out? It's already out now. Oh, we good. recorded it earlier this afternoon, and uh, I, I checked it before we got on. It's already uploaded. It's already ready for you to go find wherever you get uh, your podcasts from. They're on SoundCloud. They're on iTunes. They're on CastBox. Sponsor. CastBox. Bam. Um, 
their podcast is called uh, the Wrestlecast. Um, three dudes, three fans talking wrestling a lot like we do. They are not too worried about the family friendly thing. It was nice doing a podcast where I didn't have to censor myself and cuss <laughs> and do all this other cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we basically went over to Money in the Bank predictions. Um, they had a big, awesome introduction for me that I'm not going to tell you guys because y'all need to listen to it yourselves. Nice. I'll then y'all can curse. Tonight, yeah. Um, Forever trying to put himself over. I tell you what, <laughs> I didn't try to put myself over. Conrad, Conrad, uh, not Conrad. Morton messaged me saying, "Hey, give me like a brief info so I can give it to Conrad. He'll do an introduction for you." Conrad nailed it. Thank you, brother. Nice. I'm excited to hear it. All right, guys. Uh, oh yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah. It's a good. I'll definitely good. listen to that on the drive to work. I'm, I'm gonna listen to it. Um, yes. <laughs> well, we definitely uh, we definitely made good timing here. It's seven o'clock on the dot as we speak. I know Cruz is about to start getting ready for work. Um, you haven't seen me shuffling around. I'm already doing. I, I can't. I got because it, it stopped. Like I see Brinkman right now. I don't see Cruz. So I figured because like it was switching back and forth, and then it stopped on Brink. Well, good. So. You had a chance to see my nipple, and you missed it. Oh <laughs> man. Hey, if well, you've been watching, I'm glad I missed that. If you've been watching on YouTube and you put some comments in there, we apologize. We got so many screens up right now, we weren't able to pay attention to YouTube. So. Is Marcus in there? Shout oh, out let, to let Marcus, me, me our quick. biggest fan. Oh uh, no, we don't have any. Uh, we don't have any comments today. So. Okay. That's okay. We have. We no... take our shout out back. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how I said he was our biggest fan? I lied. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said. Uh, Ryan, any final thoughts as far as uh, what, what's happened with Dominion, the show, uh, what's going to happen this weekend? Um, anything you want to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I really wanted to say was uh, I wanted to respond to you saying that uh, you know Vince, Vince McMahon may not watch New Japan. He won't need to because when they book MSG and they sell it out, he'll notice. Well, Ring of Honor's already um, – Ring of Honor has booked it for March of next year, so wow, they uh, won't sell it out. That might be for super. Maybe it's for Supercard of Honor. I guarantee you, they will have New Japan talents on that show. Oh no, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. All Brink, of the New Japan talents. Brink, any final thoughts on anything? Yes, I do. You may be off in Branson, Elijah, <laughs> but I just want you to know. I said last week when I seen you at the studio, I was coming for that title. I wasn't joking. I'm serious. I want my title back. I look like a Okada right now, titleless. I don't like it. <laughs> I want my title back. I will be the, the three-time AMP scorecard champion. I will, again, be the longest-reigning scorecard champion. And there's nothing you can do about it, Elijah. Especially since I did the scorecard. That's that's a bad omen right there. Woo! He, right. He, during, during the podcast, he, so tried, it's over, then. He, he, he tried to call me 20 times. I kid you not. He was blowing my phone up. <laughs> Poor guy. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> Cruz, any final thoughts before you head off to work? Uh, yeah. W- welcome to my brand new car. How are you guys doing? He's nice. in uh, <laughs> Yeah, true. I saw you got a new car, man. Congrats on the, the new ride. Uh, yeah, check it get, out. When you get it's a chance, cool. when you get, when you get a car? chance, we got to go joyriding uh, in or something. Hell yeah. Uh, I have one thing. It's the last part of my notes. Um, Tomorrow on Twitch dot whatever their last thing is That's slash TV. Capcom fighters and or on up up down down new day versus the elite street fighter five um i mean the elite the the elite street fighter five 
uh, Kenny Omega and Austin Creed finally settle their differences. And if you haven't seen that on Twitter, it's hilarious. Um, 3 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, check that out if you like video games and our wrestlers and our Kenny Omega. What do you think Absolutely. Vince thinks about him getting uh, with the Jacksons? Like who, Kenny? Or? No, or no with, the uh, with, Xavier Woods. I mean, as far as uh, I, I think, uh, well, I, I mean, I don't know. He has no say in it whatsoever. No, he doesn't because it's Xavier's thing. But you know what? WWE is letting Xavier kind of promote it in a way because I don't know if you've ever noticed uh, the attire he wears. Uh, is always He's always repping up, da- up, up, down, down on his attire. So... Uh, plus, that's a. I mean, the dude's got over a million YouTube subscribers. I mean, the guy has built a one hell of a YouTube channel mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with wrestling, other than the fact that he gets wrestlers to come on and play video games with him. And sometimes they'll play 2K18 or uh, WWE 2K18 or something like that. But other than that, you know, it's what he's done. And I've watched a lot of his videos. Uh, it's really cool to watch all those wrestlers. Kind of break out of kayfabe and just they're some of them they're hanging around playing video games. It's it's really cool to watch, and some of them are really good if, at video games. If you haven't seen it, the rivalry are we'll call it a, a kayfabe rivalry, I guess, between um, Xavier Woods and Kenny Omega in Street Fighter is fantastic. I think they've had two matches so far. Kenny Omega won the belt at CES. In 2017, I want to say. Then they had a rematch in Kenny Omega's um, hotel room where Xavier won. So this is kind of the rubber match in uh, Street Fighter for those two guys. And when, when is that happening, Cruz? Tomorrow, you said? What time? Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Um, I read it'll be streamed on Up, Up, Down, Down. And it will also be streamed on Twitch.tv. I think it is backslash Capcom Fighters. Now, is that three Central or three Eastern? That is three Central. It's nice. four Eastern, but I converted it to Central before I told everyone. Uh, you demand <laughs> that time converter over there, Cruz. You, you. Hey, <laughs> you know, you know, we have time splitters on the time converter. Nice. All right, guys. Well, it was a great show. I know Cruz is getting ready to get to work. We got a. Uh, Got through all the cards. Uh, we reviewed Dominion uh, all in a very timely fashion, so it was really, really, <laughs> really cool. Um, yeah. With that being said, Brink and Cruz, as always, glad to have you guys in for the uh, the preview shows. It'll be a whole other month before we do another preview show, but I'm sure we'll get you guys in um, on uh, sometime in between now and then. I do have some last uh, comments. The UK tournament will be Monday on the – WWE Network, that should be really fun. They already had the first round last weekend at the the Download Festival. They have the quarters, semis, and finals of the tournament on Monday. And then on Tuesday, it'll be Pete Dunne taking on the winner of the tournament for the UK title. Also, I think there's going to be Adam Cole's defending the NXT North American... Adam Cole, baby! Yes, I I keep forgetting. Y'all got to remind me. He's going to be defending the NXT North American Championship on Tuesday. Also, Shayna Baszler will defend the women's NXT Women's Championship again against the winner of the Fatal 4-Way that they're going to have on Monday. Um, So a lot of cool stuff is going to be happening um, on Monday and Tuesday with the UK tournament on the WWE Network, and that's all I got. Nice. So, Ryan, go ahead and uh, take us home, brother. Yeah, broadcasting live from the Collar and Elbow Studio. We're about out of here. If you are on iTunes, make sure you put in, in the search bar, the average marks. Give us a comment. Give us a rating. Help us get in the algorithm to get suggested to other iTunes users. 
Also, follow us on Twitter at The Average Marks and our central hub, as always, The. Oh, no, no, it's not The. This AverageMarks.com. Patrick, let us roll out, my friend. Outro. Outro. <laughs> You've been listening to The Average Marks Podcast, a Lake Area Media LLC production. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry and are not affiliated with any wrestling promotion or company. Follow The Average Marks on Twitter and subscribe to us on iTunes. For all Average Marks links, news, and free podcasts, visit AverageMarks.com. Average Marks.